0: This is Legally Literate, the go-to podcast for small business owners to keep up to date with the latest legal developments affecting the small business sector in Australia. Every week, we'll take you through the practical implications of these developments for your small business in plain English, and we'll help you to develop your legal literacy. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Are you overlooking your business's well-being? A lot of business owners think their business is too small to worry about legal issues. But the truth is, the failure to conduct regular legal health checks of your business can put the survival of your business at risk. Addressing the legal aspects of your business is crucial to its success. Welcome to the Legally Literate Podcast, the podcast for business owners seeking valuable information and insights to navigate an ever changing legal landscape. I'm your host, Erica Taylor. And in today's episode, we'll discuss the importance of conducting regular business health checks. As we approach the end of the financial year, it's crucial to ensure your business is in good legal shape, safeguarding its future. As we approach the end of the financial year, it's crucial to ensure that your business is in good legal shape to safeguard its future. Regular legal health checks of your business are very important, irrespective of the size of your business or what industry you might work in. Neglecting regular legal health checks can result in issues brewing, missed opportunities, and increased risk, all affecting the viability and performance of your business. If you're new to conducting a legal health check for your business, there are a few key areas you should address. These are commercial agreements, intellectual property, compliance with the Australian Consumer Law and your employment obligations. It's becoming more and more common for people when negotiating agreements with their suppliers or their customers to conduct their negotiations using email or messaging apps such as WhatsApp or direct messaging in social media apps. While there's not always a need for commercial agreements to run for pages and pages and be drafted by lawyers, it is important for you to make sure that you're properly making a written record of your agreements with your customers and suppliers. If you have terms of trade or supply agreements, that's fantastic. But if you don't and you negotiate agreements by email, then it's really important to keep a paper trail of those emails. Save copies of your emails in one central place so you can find them quickly and easily if you need to in the event of a future dispute. If you are using direct messaging in social media or instant messaging apps such as WhatsApp to agree to terms with your customers or your suppliers – then you should consider maybe confirming the terms that have been agreed in a formal email to the other side. That way you've got a written record setting out the terms in one document. Intellectual property is one of those areas of law that can tend to get overlooked in the excitement of starting a new business. One of the first things most business owners think about is their name and their logo – and then they want to dive in and start providing their goods and services using their branding so that the branding gains awareness in the marketplace. But not doing your due diligence before you start using a business name or a logo can result in real risk. You may find yourself on the receiving end of a letter of demand asking that you cease and desist immediately from using your branding. Whether you're in the right or the wrong in that situation, It's always going to be very stressful, time-consuming and costly. As part of your legal health check, you might do some research in relation to your branding. Have a look on the IP Australia website and see if there's anyone else trading with a name that's the same or similar as your business name. You can also do image searches on the IP Australia website and look at other people's logos as they compare to you. Registered intellectual property rights will require renewal from time to time. For example, trademarks are renewed every 10 years. That's not an automatic process, so you have to be aware of when your trademark might be due for renewal. If you use a lawyer to manage your trademarks, and I strongly recommend you do, then the lawyer will likely keep a watch over when your renewal is due and assist you through the process. But if you manage your own trademark portfolio, make sure you diarise renewal dates. It's usually a good idea to diarise one year and six months before renewal, just so it's on your radar. All businesses in Australia selling goods or services must comply with a minimum set of consumer guarantees. Businesses don't have the ability to just decide that they don't want to abide by these consumer guarantees. For example, it's not for you to decide whether or not your customer will get a refund or reperformance of services in the event something goes wrong with the supply. The potential consequences for your business in not complying with the minimum consumer guarantees set out in the Australian Consumer Law can be significant. For example, customers, if they don't have a good experience with you when it comes to refunds or exchanges, may leave negative online reviews of your business. Another potential consequence of not complying with the Australian Consumer Law is receiving financial penalties from the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission. Now, if you're a small business owner, it's probably less likely that the ACCC is going to pursue you for financial penalties in non-compliance. However, negative online consumer reviews, because you're not complying with your obligations, can do The same or more financial damage to your business. So in the lead up to the financial year, take a look at your business practices and educate yourself as to the requirements of the Australian Consumer Law. Are you adhering to those requirements? Do you need to improve your business documentation or policies and procedures so that you do comply with those requirements? It's a really good opportunity to make sure you're doing the right thing by your customers and by the law. Another important area to consider when doing a legal health check is looking at your compliance with your employment obligations if you have employees. You should regularly check in on your compliance with the National Employment Standards. The National Employment Standards are a set of 11 minimum standards that all employers who employ full time and part-time employees must adhere to. Non-compliance with the National Employment Standards can result in significant penalties. You may also have some employees who are subject to an award, or employees who are subject to different awards across your business. Awards can be complex to read and understand, and if they change, you need to be up-to-date on what those changes are, especially if the changes affect rates of pay, penalty rates and allowances. Underpayment of wages, allowances and penalty rates can have significant consequences for your business. Not only can underpayment open your business up to a direct claim from an employee, but if you willfully and purposefully underpay your employees, you can be subject to criminal prosecution. Proactive legal risk management is critical to any business, no matter what size, no matter what industry. Many of you will be taking some time out in the run-up to the end of the financial year to do a financial health check of your business, and that's fantastic. But I'd also urge you to consider undertaking a legal health check too. It's better to take the time and effort to assess legal issues arising in your business and any associated risks and not wait to see if the worst happens. That is, you get a letter of demand or someone files proceedings against you. Undertaking a legal risk assessment as part of your business health check can help you understand your legal risks, the likelihood of them occurring, and what kind of impact they would have on your business if they did occur. Remember, the definition of issue is an important topic worthy of discussion or debate. Not all legal issues are bad. So I'd encourage you to undertake a legal health check of your business List out your legal issues, good or bad, undertake a risk assessment, and plan for the future. Taking some time out to do a legal health check of your business can only benefit your business going forward. I'm confident that undertaking a legal health check for your business will help it go from strength to strength. We have included a link in the show notes so you can register for our free webinar on how to conduct a legal health check for your business. I hope to see you at our webinar. Bye for now. Legally Literate is a production of the Legal Literacy Foundation. The Legal Literacy Foundation is dedicated to improving the legal awareness of Australian small business owners. We empower small business owners to critically assess the law and participate in the legal system with confidence through our blogs, podcasts and online courses. Please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about how we assist small business owners to develop and improve their legal literacy, visit www.llf.net.au. Thanks for listening.